Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's the sunny voice of your local announcer, Tom Fitzmorris, and it's time now for the food show. Every afternoon we uh, get in here, we talk about eating and anything that goes with eating. So that would take in uh, cooking. Uh, that would uh, be all about buying food wherever it is you get it. Uh, maybe you don't even buy it. Maybe you raise it yourself. Uh, we t- will t- be happy to talk about that. And uh, some, of the, uh, some of the items that uh, turn up on our program and we welcome them all, so just go ahead, and, and even if you think, well, I'm not sure this belongs on this program, but uh, well, well, just call us and tell us what it is. Uh, we almost, in the 30 years we've been doing this, it has almost never happened that I've told, to, told somebody, uh, you know, that's a good question, but it's not the kind of thing we talk about. It, it doesn't come up, really. It's funny. Uh, but uh, we do hope you replace that with something uh, that you have of interest in dining your way around the city and around the the country and wherever it is you have been. Our number is 260-6368. 260-6368. If you call right now, you get right in at the beginning of the program. Uh, a few minutes ago, like about two minutes ago, I bumped into one of the guys who... Uh, Keeps, keeps all the lids on everything over here at the, uh, at the old radio station. And he told me that all week long uh, they have been getting phone calls from people who are wondering where the food show had gone. Uh, I guess they uh, didn't pick up on the fact that the, the show was on. It, it was just me that was not here. Uh, we had guest hosts on. The, my, some of my favorite people uh, in and out of the business uh, were here. And uh, what I've heard from most people who uh, care enough to call and talk about this is that uh, our fill-in guest hosts have uh, have done very well. And I thank them a lot. Uh, there are several of them that do it just about every time we uh, go on vacation, which is probably more often than I ought to do. But uh, anyhow, um, we, we had all that going on. If you learned anything from that or you uh, have something you'd like to add to it, uh, please call us. We are always, I mean, this is the, the main theme of our program more than anything else. If you, if you would do this, you just have no idea how much I'd appreciate it. I am looking for people who will call us up on the air and tell me anything. And uh, that it doesn't take a lot of your time. If what you have to say can be said in 15 seconds, right, great. I mean, it might wind up turning out that when we start talking about that, it'll add another. You know how this goes. But uh, 260-6368, we would love to hear from you. Don't hesitate for a second. Call us up with anything you want. And if you, even if you don't have anything on your mind, call me anyway, and uh, we will both discover 
that there are a lot of things that are on your mind that just don't surface to the top very often, and uh, this program gives you the opportunity to do so. So just go ahead and uh, let her rip. Uh, If you notice that I sound a little rough around the edges, uh, that is because uh, over the weekend I caught a really bad cold. I mean, in all the colds that I've ever had in my life, I think there might have been three or four others that were in a league with this one. It's it has really been torture, uh, well, you know, not torture in the sense of torture. And I'm sure there are a lot of people out there who are in much greater pain uh, than I am with my my stupid cold. But uh, there it is. And if I sound funny, uh, it's uh, it's not because uh, of anything more. Uh, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? A more uh, unsavory. Yeah, that that would work. Uh, so, uh, I, I, but I and I do uh, ask your apology uh, for for this sound. It just doesn't sound right. I wouldn't listen to it, but uh, I'm asking you to do so as well. Two six zero six three six eight. We'll start with anything. And you know what? Uh, what was on my mind uh, over the weekend? You probably heard us talk about this already. Uh, my wife and I went to uh, and uh, took part in uh, uh, an event that goes on every week through most of the year, although this is the time of year when they get away from it and go on vacation, usually the beginning of the year. Anyway, uh, my wife and I uh, went to the uh, Orient. Orient? Is that it? No, that's not right. Orient Express. Or, huh, what? What'd you say? Orient, that's what I said, isn't it? Orient Express. And uh, we were on that uh, for the better part of two days. We, we were supposed to have been on it for three days, but there was a problem up and down the line somewhere. and That's okay. But what I wanted to bring up about this is uh, that the way they set it up, it, this is not your straight-ahead, uh, really great uh, dinner menu uh, like well you know we have plenty of them around town if you ever want to do like a six or eight course dinner with matching wines and all of that uh, I could within seconds I could give you a list of 15 of them that you could just walk in and, and ask for it and they give it to you uh, New Orleans is lucky about that a few other cities do it as well but anyway here we are uh, so we're on this thing, this this train that's going, uh, starting from London and on its way all the way to Venice. <clears throat> that's a long way to go. It's a fascinating part of the world, especially the Venice end. And uh, we, we had a, a great time with it, even though uh, there were some problems there, here and there, that uh, got my wife, among others, uh, a little, little fished out. But uh, anyhow, so uh, the Orient Express... That's what we did over the weekend. What, what, what it brought to my mind is that uh, the, their whole shtick is about really fancy dining, beautiful tables, beautiful food, and great service. I mean, uh, my wife and I uh, were complaining about a lot of those things. But in, when you add it all up, it, it, we had to say that you know, this was really quite an experience. Whether it's worth the money is another matter that you will have to make that decision on your own. I will tell you only that it 
costs a lot of money, more than you are, are ready to think about. But anyhow, it was, uh, it was worth talking about, at the very least. I remember as we were getting ready to go on this thing uh, a month or so ago, I was uh, telling people out in the hallway or just uh, wherever I ran into them uh, that I was doing it, and almost none, as a matter of fact, none. I'm just going to give you that, because if, if anybody uh, told me that, uh, or, or that they had some past experience with it, uh, they didn't, actually, um, because everybody I talked to uh, had never heard. They, they knew what it was, and, and they had the general idea of it, but what the whole package was was something they couldn't exactly explain. And uh, I don't know what that means, but uh, uh, it, it got a lot of interest from a lot of people. I'm still having that going on as I just move through all the all the hallways of my life. Two six zero six three six eight. Who wants to be our first caller of the day today? I wish you would. Uh, there's a great honor in that, in being able to say that. Hey, I was the first guy on the air on the twenty sixth of April. No, we not we're not in April yet. No, no March. Call us, please. Uh, we, we would love to hear from you about that. 260-6368. So anyway, getting back to what I was trying to get into here. Uh, do you have an urge to go to really fancy restaurants? Is this something you, first of all, do you like it at all? I know there are people who do not like them at all. Uh, they tend to be on the younger side, although I'm not trying to exercise any any feeling against those folks, but they tend to be on the young side, and, and the reason for this is that younger diners do not like the idea of dressing up for dinner or doing anything that smacks of formality at all, at, at, in any way. And uh, you know, I, that's legitimate. I mean, who could slap you because you don't want to put on a jacket or wear a tie, you know, you know things like that? But for other people, it is something that's immensely pleasurable. I'm one of them. I've always, uh, always have been. Uh, so this uh, 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 Orient uh, uh, Express had an interest uh, in that the, uh, for dinner, you have to put on a tuxedo. I mean, uh, that's, that's not quite the ultimate in the, in the food world, but that's pretty high up the list. So uh, anyway, my question is, do you get any kicks at all out of fancy dining? Uh, you know, and it occurs to me that we have talked about this once in a while over the years, but not lately. And uh, for most people, the answer is an automatic no. They, there are not very many people who are into that. And I thought, let's talk about that. Because, A, I don't think we've ever talked about it, not at length, anyhow, anyhow. And if it has come up, uh, then uh, it was usually put down uh, for the most part. But uh, uh, I thought we could maybe head it off in any of a bunch of decor uh, diff directions. Uh, the number again is 260-6368. Here's one more thing before we uh, – do we need to – not quite yet. Uh, before we uh, move off to that corner over there – uh, I have one more uh, thing to bring up here, and that is, uh, how, what's your limit on the amount of money you're willing to spend on a nice dinner? Uh, you know, just generally, not, not an exact number, of course, because that's different for everybody. But uh, uh, 
tell me, tell me uh, what your feeling is about that. Or, and here is our, the ultimate uh, question I ask of you, anything at all on your mind, or not, even not on your mind, uh, call us and let's talk just the two of us. It's easy enough. Uh, I'm always running into people at supermarkets and in restaurants and hardware stores and you know, just wherever you go or wherever I go, I, I'm constantly running into people saying, you're that uh, Jerry Fitzgerald guy, aren't you? And uh, we have a conversation about that, and it's not a very interesting uh, uh, conversation, but uh, it gets us started on other things. And then the next thing you know, uh, you know, I've spent 15, 20 minutes talking to somebody, and they, me, or somewhere around there. And uh, I am uh, recruiting at this moment you and anybody else who's listening to us to call our program and help us keep this thing alive. You know, uh, we have a lot of people listening to us. We know that. There's lots of, uh, lots of evidence of it. Uh, and it's just this uh, just maddening uh, refusal on the part of a lot of people to not ever call us. So call me up and let it just, just humor me. Would you mind? 260-6368. 260-6368. Here's another number. Same number, but it, I'm giving it to you a different way. 260-MENU. M-E-N-U. Dial that up. Same number. And you can call in just as easily there, but you can maybe remember the name a little bit better. It's the food show. The only one of its kind in America, I'm, I really mean that, no matter where I travel. And I, I also did this while we were in, um, in London. Uh, I tuned across the dial, especially on the weekends, because that's where food-related uh, broadcasting tends to pop up. Uh, just checking all over the place, and uh, I ran into one guy who was, in fact, in radio, and I said... Do, do you guys have anything around here uh, where all you do is talk about food and restaurants and cooking and wines and all of that? And uh, and they well, whenever I ask someone that, they always say that there used to be such a program, uh, or that uh, there it comes on, but it comes on really late at night on on weekends, you know, things like that. And uh, I tell them, well, we're, we're on the air with food and wine and all of those things every day, several hours a day, 365 days a year for the most part. And nobody can believe that we actually have that. And I keep telling them, not only do we have it, but it's a huge success for 30 years. And uh, they say, I can't believe it. And uh, maybe that's what chases people away. They, they can't believe it's for real. Well, it is for real. Well, all we're missing is you. Would you please? Really, really, I'm begging you. Call us up. Let's talk. 260-6368. I'll introduce you to some food and some drink that you've never heard of before. And you can probably do that for me, too. As a matter of fact, I have no doubt that you can. We will return with more of the food show in just a moment. After first, if you will, this. Oh, hi. Uh, you are listening to The Food Show. I, and I wish you were calling into The Food Show, but, uh, you know, that's up to you. But uh, remember, just think of a, of a, of just a glowing a frame of face with a big smile on it, uh, thinking about how, how, how uh, happy I am that you have called us for today. All we need to do is for you to call. 
260-6368. And joining us over here on the green phone is Stephen. Hello there. Are you there? Hello. That's the second day in a row I've been in the green phone. Uh, uh, well, anyway. yeah, it's not something I yeah. exactly spend a lot yeah. of time tracking. Okay. Yeah. Well, um... I uh, I went on the Orient Express when I was I don't know fifteen or sixteen years old with my great grandmother huh. and had a had a really good time. But we went the whole length to to Turkey. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I don't it's, know it, if they still do that. It, it, it still does go there, and uh, a bunch of other places too. It goes in goes yeah. to Spain. It goes uh, all through all the Eastern European countries. Yeah. It seems like. Yeah, and there's a uh, one in India that's very similar to this. That's what I've heard. I've been wanting to go to, but haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. Okay. Uh, last night I went to Chef Duke's cooking dinner at uh, Marchant's ah. uh, kitchen. Yeah. Uh, there were there were fifty of us, and I sat 50? with Duke's Did you say fifty people? Wow, yeah, that's 50. that's pretty good. Good for him. Yeah, and uh, I sat with Duke's wife and Duke's mother and some of their friends, so we had a good time. Yeah, I'll bet. And, uh, nice uh, people, all of them. Yeah, and uh, I mean, it was it was. Uh, we first had he cooked uh, corn and crawfish uh, soup yeah. for us. And then it was a chicken breast with macaroni and cheese. Imagine and that. And then it was panchatula strawberries. Uh, strawberries. Was, uh, I, I'm just jumping in here for a second. Strawberries. Uh, we we have been looking at strawberries over at the Cool Water yeah. Ranch, and yeah. we uh, are not finding very many good ones. How are these the uh, one uh, that you were talking about? They were they were good and they were big. Yeah. Huh. And it, uh, of course, with fifty people, we had a big bowl too. Oh, I, I, let's uh, hope so. But yeah. it was—it was not chicken breast. I'm sorry. It was chicken thighs that he served us with macaroni ah. and cheese. Ah, well, I'm glad we straightened so, that out because. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, and it's a long time since I've had thigh meat. Yeah. Uh, and it was really good and and tasty. So. Yeah, I think uh, I think it has you know, a, a better flavor than uh, than breast milk uh, meat. Uh, it, there's more fat for one thing, which is immediately yeah. changes that. Yeah, but, yeah, that so, sounds about right. All of that. Yeah, it's a lot cheaper too than than breast meat. Yeah, boneless thighs. They so say, the next time I go shopping, I guess I'll buy some boneless thighs and try them. Why not? Although I hear that one of the reasons that uh, it was so inexpensive is that the Russians were buying. I mean, this is not a joke based on the recent discussion about the Russians. But uh, apparently we send a lot of chicken, a lot of thigh meat chicken to the people in Russia who like it a lot. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So... You know, I'm in the in the back home. My cousins and I have a chicken where we raise chickens, so oh. we we do a lot of. Uh, I mean, I don't know where they go once they pick them up, and uh, you know, and butcher them. But you know, <laughs> well, better me but, than them. I mean, yeah. better them than me. <laughs> what am yeah, I saying? Yeah. yeah. 
it's not the uh, chicken butchering. It's not the cutest thing in the world. No, so. no, no. Uh, I was, yeah. uh, my mind was uh, all but blown when I was about, oh, six or seven years old, and I saw my mother with a chicken going in the back in the shed in the back of our house over on Ursuline, Ursuline and Murray, and she yeah. wrung the head of that chicken, and, and then we all ate it. Yeah, and uh, but she was from the country. She, my mother, uh, grew yeah. up in Avoyles Parish, and that was kind of normal over there. So, well, and, about ten years ago, I uh, had a place in Robert, uh, and my partner uh, went to the feed and grain store and came home with ducks and chickens and turkeys and ducks and, and whatever, and then turkeys. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, when they got full grown and, uh, you know, they didn't quite know what to do with him. He wasn't going to butcher them. So and, you know, Claiborne Avenue, they used to have a bunch of butcher shops down along there. They don't anymore. Mm. But he did find somebody that said that she worked for one of the butcher shops and she lives there. So we brought her all these turkeys and chickens and whatever for her to butcher while we came back and went in to get them and the place looked like a blood bank. I mean, there was blood everywhere. That is appetizing. (laughs) Yes. But we gave all that stuff away to, to, you know, we, well, I don't even think we cooked yeah. the turkey that year. Well, it, it's got to get cooked one way or another. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, well, thanks yeah. for updating us on that. And uh, next time we uh, are in that situation, we'll know what to do. Yeah. Whatever okay. that situation was. All right. Thank you. See ya. It's the food show. This is Tom Fitzmorris, and it's it's half past the hour, and it's great to be here with you talking about food and restaurants and stuff. Radio is a funny kind of a place. And all sorts of things. You get asked to do a lot of things, and uh, I, uh, I certainly get my share of them. But uh, I got uh, from Dornax. Dornax asked if I would uh, do their commercials for them, which I didn't have to think about very long because uh, it's a great store, and it has a long, long history of, of serving Terrific quality, fresh everything for, for ages and ages. That's how, how many times have I been to Dornex over the years? That's a whole lot. Anyway, uh, so what, what they've asked me to do for them is they, they give me a bunch of sheets of paper with their 15-second commercials on them and say, here, just read this. And I read it over first to make sure it doesn't say anything I wouldn't say if, if there were no such, con- such connection. Uh, there hasn't been. But anyway, I was looking uh, over this, and there were a couple of items in here that I don't know why I've never offered this to you before, but it it occurs to me that this might be something you're interested in. So wait, let me see what I've got here. They're doing, uh, they've got fresh boiled crawfish, they say, and it's there every day. Let's see, it is, uh, it's served, they send it out with uh, corn, you know how they boil the corn with the uh, boiled crawfish. And potatoes, all the usual things. They, whoops, wait, I, no, I should have said this first. They have this on Friday and Saturday. Uh, and uh, it go, it's there from 11 in the morning. And they just keep on going until they sell them all out. So if, you, if you've been looking for boiled crawfish, uh, Dornex has them on, uh, what do they say here, Fridays and Saturdays. So there's that. And wait, there's, there's a couple more of these. Uh, for example, 
uh, let's see, it's Seafood Night on Friday now. They've, they've opened that up as something new. Seafood Day on Friday. Uh, and uh, let's see, they fry the, uh, uh, or they fry the, uh, the fish if you want them to, or they'll broil it or however you like it. Uh, and they serve it with uh, white rice and the soup of the day and uh, two side dishes. I mean, it's a pretty big deal. Uh, okay, let's see. There was one other thing that really caught my eye that I wanted to tell you about. Oh, yeah, here it is. Uh, USDA Choice Angus Boneless Chuck Roast. Chuck is way up front on the cow, and it's a, it has a fairly good amount of fat in it. But that makes it come out really tender, and if you grind it up and make hamburgers out of it, you've really got something. I think that uh, um, it might be my favorite cut of beef for making hamburgers. But anyway, they have some Angus boneless chuck roast for uh, five bucks a pound, and uh, that is a deal. Uh, and they also have some ahi tuna. That's the kind that you find in restaurants more than others. Ahi, A-H-I. And they have some grouper fillets. That's something we don't see that too much. Uh, gumbo crabs and a few other things. So anyway, uh, thought you'd be interested in that. So just some. This is all, uh, and nobody's paying anybody for this. I just thought that this is interesting news here. So it's uh, at Dorinax, which is on Veterans Highway. You know where it is. Who's over here? Oh, it looks like Jason. Jason, welcome to the food show. Come on in. Hey, Tom, how are you doing? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Come on in and have a seat or a standee, whatever you want to do. Ask well, me. I'm sitting, so I may need to yeah, yeah. this. All right. Well, <laughs> we'll hold you up if you seem to be tippling one way or the other. All right. Uh-huh. So for the 30th anniversary, my yeah. wife and I are going to Italy. Oh, no kidding. And we're going to spend most of our time uh, in Rome and then from there... Uh, we're going to be moving around from there. Yeah. So mm-hmm. here or there, uh, I think one of them is going to be Pompeii, and then, uh, but mainly staying in the role. Yeah. Uh, so, question. Yes. Is spaghetti a very popular dish? Uh, yes, but not in the way that you and I uh, know it. Uh, if you're thinking about with the red sauce and the Parmesan cheese and the meatballs and, and all of that, you do not see a whole lot of that in Italy. Uh, especially okay. not things like meatballs and spaghetti. You'll see it on menus actually quite a bit, but all you have to do is read those menus a little bit to, to be able to tell very obviously that this is strictly for tourists. As you can imagine, Rome is a huge uh, center of, pure, of tourism. And so, you know, they, they, they put these menus together that are very attractive in terms of price and everything, but they're not the best of what the Italians do, which is tremendous. What, yeah. what, would, what would be considered a, I mean, a traditional, and, I, and, and price is not an issue. Yeah, okay. Uh, but uh-huh. uh, I'm sure everything's going to be with wine as well, but what would be a popular dish that is native to there that we we would enjoy. You know, that's a hard question to answer because depending on where you are, the cuisine differs. Uh, For example, if you uh, go uh, wandering around uh, in uh, the the, uh, part of the country about halfway up from the bottom to the top, 
the kind of food that they do over there, they, they do a lot of steaks, for example, and in these special grades the, uh, of steaks that uh, are used for that uh, kind of cuisine. This, uh, and they have uh, a lot of roasted meats and smoked and, and all of that. It, it, and it doesn't seem Italian at all. It, it's real good, but it, it doesn't come across as what you and I think of as, as, uh, as that. On the other hand, you find some perfected versions of some of this. So I'll give you my favorite example. Uh, fettuccine Alfredo. You've had that probably at one time or another in your life, you know, with the sure. white sauce. If you were to go to the actual place where that was invented, and we know who it is, it was it was Alfredo. Uh, that was his name, okay. and uh, their restaurant is right next door to the uh, Emperor Augustine's uh, uh, mausoleum, it, which takes up an entire block, and it's it's right across the street from there. And it's a nice restaurant. They have a lot of local people uh, who eat there. Uh, so that- is that by the Pantheon or that, by the Colosseum? Uh, no, no. This is uh, not not either one of those. This is okay. it, it's right on the river, really. Oh, and, okay. And uh, uh, it's easy enough to find. But uh, if you go there, you'll find that the fettuccine Alfredo there does taste a lot like what we have here in America. Uh, I think it's just the place in the country that has made the best copy of that. And uh, we get, we go there. Uh, I don't know why we do, but just about every visit to Italy, we make us or we at the very least think about going over there. It's really a cool place, and it's open to the public. Uh, it's lots and lots of space, and uh, that's one. That's it's very authentic, but it's also very much like what we have here. So it's worth doing. And then all those uh, Tuscan. Uh, from t- the Tuscany region, which is what I was talking about with the steaks and everything. Uh, that's, okay. that's really great. And then I'm, I want to give you one more. Sure. Some kind of way, make your way over to Venice. Uh, this is uh, the, the, the city that's flooded everywhere you go. I'm sure you know all about right, that. Right, right, right. Well, uh, if you go wandering around in there, you will find quite a few... Um, Markets selling just everything under the sun, really, but their seafood is tremendous, as you might well imagine it would be from, right. a, from a country and an a area of the country that is right on the water, and these guys go out in the Mediterranean, and they come back with lots and lots of great seafood. So, so the Adriatic, uh, the Adri- Adriatic Sea. Uh, yes. And we were there. That's uh, the trip we just got back from. We spent several days there. That is a fascinating, mm. spectacularly fascinating place to visit, N- not just for their food, but everything else. Uh, Unfortunately, that, our, uh, that was that we, we were we planned it ourselves. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, but scheduling was going to be a real bear in order yeah. for us to go to Venice. Uh, but we really wanted to, but we had to take that off the list because, well, there was another day for something else. Yeah, so. yeah. But uh, it's region-wise, that was a, that's a great point you brought up. It's where you are. It's, it's different. You Everywhere you go, it's different. Uh, okay. If you're up uh, up in the northern part of uh, Verona, you know, it's just, uh, it's, uh, um, um, really, it's my favorite eating city in the world except for New Orleans. Right. 
Uh, wait, there was, there, was, there was one other little thing I wanted to throw out there, but I think I've forgotten what it is. Sorry, <laughs> it happens. If you think about yeah. it, I'll be listening. Yeah, yeah. Well, enjoy yourself. It's very easy to do that. And uh, stay away from the lasagna and the spaghetti and meatballs and, you know, all that yeah. kind of stuff. That's that's American food, really. Uh, yeah. yeah. I thought we were confused about because it should be, but pizza was actually is is a, uh, a real item there as well. That's uh, indigenous or yeah. Uh, well, there's lots of exceptions to this, but uh, but uh, we we just go crazy every time we're there. I never get. But wait, wait! I remember what it was that I was going to tell you. I don't know what plan it is that caused you to dump out of whatever it was we were talking about. I I want you to to, to learn something that my wife came up with, and that is we were doing a cruise and we had about fifty people with us, and. She just said, well, you know, everybody seems to know where they're going, so we, she rented a car. And we just drove all over everywhere, d- down to the last minute before we had to be on the ship, <laughs> which drives me out of my mind, but I have to give it to her. Uh, and uh, it is, uh, it's astonishing how much coverage you can get if you do that. Rent a car for the day and then just go driving around. It's amazing. We are planning on weather pending, uh, yeah. taking the scooter to, or when we get to the Azules, the Blue Azules, and yeah. uh, if weather's great, we yeah. take the scooters. If not, we're going to rent a car. Yeah, yeah there, there you a, go. There is a day for the car because, the, as of all the information that we were given, it is one of the best ways to see. Uh, Absolutely true, and of, yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's an amazing place, just all all the way around. But all right, well, we'll make sure uh, we put our we're gonna make sure we put our calling in the pile. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look out for that. When, Take care. Thank you. Nice Tom, talking to you. Sure. Thank you. It's the food show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Elizabeth joins us over here on the blue phone now. Hello. Hello, Tom. I'm so happy you had a wonderful trip. It sounds glorious. It was uh, it was quite a time. Yeah. I bet it was. Uh, I'm just referring to your last caller. In Rome, yeah. at every meal, caucio e pepe, the pasta. Oh, just, yeah. I, I eat it every single meal in Rome, so he should definitely try that. And I've I've never found it to be as delicious as in Rome. And I think, I don't know why, I've tried to duplicate it at home and can't do it. But caucio e pepe. Uh, oh, I, yeah, it, this is everywhere you go, particularly in the area around Rome. Uh, mm-hmm. It's the hottest, hippest thing to do is to eat what amounts to these little tiny, well, I don't know how tiny you, your tiny would be, but it's they're kind of marble size, uh, like mini ravioli. Not exactly, but th- they toss them with a lot of black pepper and butter and a couple of other things. And you cannot stop eating this stuff. It no, just You it, just... It's delicious. And just with fettuccine or whatever. And I I have been told that it is because you can't get this cheese anywhere but Rome. Don't know if it's true, but I've never been able to find it anywhere else. It's Uh, just wonderful. Well, if you want to find I know a place you can go to get it. Where? Uh, uh, around here, let's see. Uh, Let's see if I can tune it in uh, or if I'm once again, uh, my, my stupid brain is just dropping this. Uh, oh wait, 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 wait! I, yeah, no, no. This is the this is. Oh gosh, I'm not going to re- remember this. 
Uh, it's in the building. Uh, it's in the the hotel. Um, Oh darn it! You know, I, I'm I'm going to have to think about this. Keep listening for a while, and I'll I'll, I'll, I'll dig up the uh, the name of it. But uh, they have it on their menu all the time uh, downtown. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. yes, I will definitely I will definitely go there. Yeah. yeah. One of my favorite. Yeah. They, one they, of my favorite foods. There's a new hip hotel on Barone Street, uh, or is it? Car- I think it's Carondelet. Ex- excuse uh-huh. me. The what? Nopsy? No, it's not Nopsy. Ace. Not that's it. Okay. That's the oh, okay. Ace. That's the hotel. But in that hotel, okay. in what used to be the city's big uh, biggest display of furniture, because uh, oh, that's yeah. that's what that that uh-huh. business used to be mostly. Anyway, right around there, there's a, a they took one of their biggest display rooms and turned it into a restaurant, and they always have the Pepe on the on the menu. Oh, I will definitely go there. Yeah, tell, <laughs> yeah tell him I said hello and I that sure uh, that you heard about it from me. I sure will. Yeah. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad you're back. I am. Uh, I'm glad I have a back too, because it would be so hard to get around. And it would. I, it would. Okay. Thank right. you. See ya. How high the moon. This is the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris, and it's fun to be here with you every day talking about the food of our city, America's greatest eating city. It really is. And it's not me saying that. That This has appeared in a number of magazines lately and way before that in uh, many others. And it's just something you hear when you walk around and you start asking, you know, who's, what, what place in America is the best place to eat? It's here. It really is. Go ahead and tell everybody you know that. And join us, and uh, let's shoot the breeze about uh, where you've been eating lately, where I've eaten lately, what you like, what you don't like. Uh, why is it that there is such a, um, a dislike in recent times? And I'm not trying to say that this is either good or bad, but the, the vogue for dressing up to go out to dinner uh, with, and I'm old enough to remember that in full force. I mean, it, it, when I first started eating out in restaurants regularly, uh, th- this it was about to, to actually ease uh, itself out. But you, you had to dress up to go. I mean, you really did. Uh, if you didn't, you m- might not be thrown out or anything, but uh, you would be looked down upon. And... Uh, I don't know who who started the Vogue, uh, but the, the truth is, and, and you know this, hardly anybody dresses to go out to dinner anymore. Uh, and I'm not trying to say one way or the other that that's good or bad. I just thought I'd bring it up because uh, you got to bring up something. And we've had a nice, busy show today, and I'd love to hear from you about anything. And uh, so call us, 260-6368, menu is another way of looking at it. And I just got back. My wife and I uh, just went to Orient Express, and it's uh, this was a train that crosses Europe, starts at the way it was supposed to go for us. We had a, a our itinerary was goofed up a little bit. There was a, a problem along the way. Nothing horrible and nothing crazy, but uh, uh, we got to see. Uh, maybe a little bit more than is often seen, although uh, going through Switzerland was really hard to beat. We spent the better part of a day 
uh, riding through the mountain uh, ridges and and even uh, I think we were in. As a matter of fact, I know we were in uh, long, long caves. It was it was really kind of scary at times there. If you ever get a chance, uh, take the trains around there. In uh, the the one that I was telling you about, the Orient Express. Yes, that's the one that's in the movie and in the book too. Same uh, same thing. Uh, that is uh, kind of expensive, but they do everything first class. Uh, and talking a minute ago there about <clears throat> going out to eat in restaurants but not wearing uh, anything really fancy. Uh, the, uh, at the uh, Orient Express, they, they expect you to wear jacket and tie at the very least, and they would prefer that you wore a tuxedo if you're a guy. Of course, the girls get uh, special special uh, situations there. So anyway, uh, we just got back from that. It was uh, it was pretty amazing. I, I don't know uh, how much I would recommend it. It's very expensive. Uh, but it was one out of uh, a million uh, enjoyments that uh, we, we took part in there. Uh, we would also be very, very pleased to talk to you about food, about restaurants, about cooking, about wine, about anything that you either love or hate in a restaurant or in your own kit, uh, kitchen cooking or whatever it is. Uh, share some of that with us, would you? Because we're all looking. I know I am. I'm always looking for other things I haven't had a chance to try. What dishes uh, await me out there? What ingredients? What wines? All of this. If you're into food at all, how can you not do that? And one of the reasons we do this radio show is so that we can open up the doors uh, that a lot of people have, and you know, all the things that they love. You don't have to keep it to yourself. There's no reason in the world to keep it to itself. A uh, quick version of something I've been saying for years and years and years and years. If you have uh, somebody important in your family, like your grandmother or your uncle or the uh, postman who, was, who liked to cook a lot and from, from down the street or just somebody you met in the, uh, uh, at your school or you know, who knows where, uh, it, most of us, that you might think, and, and a lot of people do think this, you might think that, well, these are such great restaurants that certainly everything that needs to be said about them has been said and will continue to be said, And so, but we don't really have to get behind it or anything. The truth is that most people, <coughs> oh, excuse me, most people do not... Um, do not uh, get into this uh, that deeply at all, and the rest of the world fails to get all of these great dishes that uh, everybody seems to make. So I'm asking you to go through your larder and uh, your list of recipes and sharing that with us, or the restaurants you like, or anything that sounds like it might fit into this. We'd love to have you. We're going to uh, take a break for the news here on 105.3 FM. And uh, then we'll be back with more of the Food Show here on 105.3 FM, logically enough, HD2. Hey, do you have your HD radio yet? Go get it. It's time. You go, gotta go. You need one of these. Trust me, you really do. Stay tuned. More of the Food Show coming. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. 
news. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.